Does it give you like a we're forced right to start? No, it just goes. Oh. <laughs> well, that's bold. Yeah. Okay, you know what to do. Okay. <laughs> So hello and welcome to episode 3.5, Bonus. if you can imagine such a thing, of That's a Shame. It's pretty exciting of us. I'm Declan. I'm Isaac. And, and together, uh, <laughs> we need to, to like say it once again, actively stop <laughs> with this fucking up the specific intro. bit of nonsense. Um, well, we're, I mean, we're doing that this episode, quite tight, it's quite weird chronologically because we've recorded episode four about two days ago yeah and that's, that's not true. out yet also true but we've just started our uh, promotional drive we have yeah. and uh encouraged as we were by uh quite a large influx of downloads larger than ever anticipated indeed. um and by an eightfold increase in our twitter following which isn't saying much because <laughs> we only had two. <laughs> yeah. Um so we've decided as a little surprise, as a little gift. Oh we're too good really, aren't we? Yeah. It's benevolent. To put out this extra episode. Um I I mean there's another reason for it as well, which is that I wanted to tell Isaac this story. And uh and oh, okay. I figured that oh. here was as good a place to do it as any. Is this related to last night? It then? is indeed that I want to tell okay. you what happened last night. Okay, so I'll set the scene. I'll paint a picture. Go right ahead. I uh, can't remember what time it was. It was four? Uh, ten to four. Okay. We were just chatting away on Facebook Messenger. Declan was at work. I was at home. But your job at the moment, or this job, facilitates having a computer. Indeed. That you can just do anything on. <laughs> yeah. And usually that's not a problem. Suddenly... I think we were talking about the podcast, right, weren't we? We were talking about the podcast, and then I was going to... Or I had just started watching episode four of Breaking Bad. Not Breaking Bad, of uh, Better Call Saul, yeah. Uh, Have you seen it No, because... No, me neither. Because of what's about to happen. So suddenly Declan goes, it was radio silence for a few minutes. Unusual. Mm -hmm. Normally, you're a fast responder. You hadn't even seen the message. I assumed ghosts. Yeah. Well, it's, that was my it's natural thought. because I've told you before, this hotel... Uh, oh, yeah, well, you haven't said what your job is. You are oh, yeah, a Scooby-Doo villain. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> you run a haunted water slide. I'm the guy who's obviously the bad guy. The only other character in the episode? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, no, I thought, I thought so. <laughs> wow, it was you, John, with your big scarecrow hands. I swear that they're, like, drawn differently as well. You know, like, in those old cartoons where you know if, like, a rock is going to be interacted with because it's drawn oh, yeah. differently from <laughs> like the background. Well, it's 3D. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, I swear that the villains were like that Like well. how Still, you can tell who the merger is going to be on old uh, Agatha Christie's because it was whoever was, like, the, the guest star. Yeah, exactly. Like, special featuring. Yeah. Yeah. Tragic. So, yeah, that was my first thought. It was ghosts or otherwise, like... I don't know, kind of an overlook situation, mm. like stuff had kicked off, and it turns out. Well, let's see what the message was that you sent me. Do you have it open by any chance? Uh, no, I don't. But I can. I'm gonna I can remember. Back. Oh, well, that's even better. Exactly. Uh, in that I said sorry for uh, 
the silence. Mm-hmm. The police are on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just what you want to hear. Uh, to which you responded something like, oh, Good. okay. <laughs> uh, and then a little while later, I just sent you the message, this is mental. <laughs> yeah, it was quite a while later, because I think I'd gone to yeah. bed at this point. I'd given up on you. I'll let you I kind know. of assumed you were in prison by then. Yeah, I'll let you know what happened in the mm. morning. So essentially... The morning came and went. Yeah. So essentially, I, I figured I'd save it for this evening. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fair. Uh, because it's quite the epic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Can you give me... I always like to ask you for this before a story starts. Some keywords to look forward to. Okay. Or like yeah. thematic stuff that I want to pull. Uh, so the keywords for this would be locks. Okay. <laughs> weapons. <laughs> Taxis. Okay. And abandonment. <laughs> wow, it got quite conceptual at the exactly. end there. Exactly. You know, it they can't all the be specific nouns. to the general. No, I like yeah. it. Okay. So essentially, I uh, I just watched the cold open of this Better Call Saul episode. Good cold open. Fantastic. Yeah. Takes place at the uh, the infamous pool. Oh. So uh, I was enjoying myself. And the phone rings. And, you know, this job, it's not my life's ambition. It's not? It's manning the desk at a hotel at night. Uh, So sometimes I'm fairly lax about answering the phone in the middle of the night. And in the middle of an episode of something. Exactly. Uh, But today I, uh, I decided to pick up. And it was the police. Uh, How do they introduce themselves? They say, Good morning, this is the, the police. police. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. It was something like, uh, it's Dave from the police, whatever, headquarters, I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> it was some sort of bollocks. The head of the whole police. You're, you're going to find out that I didn't like this bloke. Um, okay. And, you know, when someone rings up and says they're the police, there's a kind of instinct to believe them. And I don't quite know why. That's interesting, because I was thinking the opposite. But, like, I mean, in my head, I was sort of thinking, you know, is this them? Could this be a hoax? But, like, it sounded a bit like, you know, like the background noise felt like it was in some sort of mm-hmm. headquarters, some sort of station somewhere. So I went along with it. Um, I didn't see what they had to gain from pretending not to be the police. Yeah, brief. it would be an odd scam yeah. vector. So he, he said, uh, we've had a call from one of the rooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says he's been attacked okay. by multiple suspects wielding wow. weapons. Oh, no. Now, the room in question wasn't very far from my okay. reception. So, How big is the, like, So, s- what's the scale we're working with? There are two floors. Each floor has 18 rooms, and they're arranged around a courtyard. So I feel like you'd hear the furthest away room, multiple attackers... Uh, yeah, well, I, uh, perhaps, but the thing is that the reception's quite well um, isolated, in a sense, okay. because there are lots it's of... what you uh, want in a reception. Yeah, well, there are lots of, um, like, event venues at the hotel as well, mm-hmm. so it has to be fairly soundproofed. Otherwise, you know, you'd be able to hear every sound from all the weddings and parties and discos. And Dreadful all sounds. Goes on. Exactly. Um, so I was dubious, but at the same time, I couldn't rule it out and the the room in question is one of the few rooms that's out of my view 
from reception uh-huh. because I can see through the windows into the courtyard and I can sort of get a vague panorama of, of the rooms. But this one's mm-hmm. tucked away around a corner. Perfect. Almost too perfect exactly. for an attacker. <clears throat> Multiple attackers with weapons. And I knew that there is a side door from the car park into that bit of the hotel. Oh my God. It's like Jonathan Creek. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm reaching out and kind of locking the doors <laughs> around the reception <laughs> just uh, just in case. Good idea. And the policeman on the other end says, I need you to call the room, but I need you to do it with me on the line. So can I call okay. you back on, have you got a mobile or another phone? So I was like, yeah. And, uh, and you can do it from the reception phone. But I've, already I'm querying, like, why does he need you to do that? Well, Why have you become, like, a deputy? Yeah, I, well, this is something that I brought up to him. So he rang, he rang me back on my mobile, and he said, <laughs> he said, right, I need you to ring the room. I went, right. He went, but you can't tell him that the, uh, that the police are on the phone. <laughs> I went, so what's my, what's what's my, my pretense for <laughs> ringing him at four in the morning? Hello? <laughs> Just doing a quick ring round. Haven't haven't been attacked by any chance, have you? By multiple weapon wielding maniacs. And he went, I don't really know. Oh, he hadn't thought of that. No, Dave. I went. Oh, well, interesting. He's a fucking idiot. Yeah, I went. Well, I'm not ringing him then. <laughs> he went. He went. Good. Well, you've got to. I went. Well, I fucking don't. <laughs> I said, you've just told me that I can't tell him. Uh, yeah, one of the reasons that I couldn't tell him that the police were on the phone was because the man himself in the room mm-hmm. was apparently a potential suspect. Uh, so I was like, "What in so, his own attack?" Yeah, well, yeah. And so I was he like, "Stabbed himself." So, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, Strange "You want man. me to ring a man who is either in the presence of or is himself an armed attacker <laughs> Attacking himself, and you want me <laughs> to ring him fighting with his own reflection at four in the morning?" And not let him know that the police are here. I'm not doing mm. it. Uh, and he was like really taken aback by this. And he, he felt like he sounded really offended. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, he was like, but you've got to. like, but You've got to, mate. Please. It's me. Oh, don't embarrass me otherwise. So thankfully. <laughs> he thought you were going to be a team like yeah. in seven. <laughs> thankfully at this point, two police officers turned up. And oh, that's uh, good. Now, give me a uh, sense I, of them. Well, well, my sense of them is that they knew this guy on the other end of the phone, and he was a cunt because <laughs> they because, hate because uh, I they came through the door and I went, oh, I'm on the phone to one of your colleagues, and they went, oh, hang up on it's him, not fucking Dave. <laughs> yeah, actually, hang up on him. So <laughs> I was like, gladly. He's like junior. I didn't even intern. I didn't even say goodbye. I just like hung the phone up. Did he try to get you to call someone, lad? Who was doing that? <laughs> oh, he's, he's a it's nightmare for it. He is. Dave can only solve crimes by someone else doing a phone yeah. call. Yeah. So uh, they wanted to know, uh, like a little bit. They had some questions about, you know, had I seen anything? Had I heard mm-hmm. anything? Which I had not. Um, but I remembered while they were questioning me that um, the room number had rung a bell, and he had been down to reception about an hour before the police had called, carrying it. A gun? <laughs> uh, just an enormous slingshot. A big stab wound um, in the face? No, he'd been down to reception with, who I presume was his girlfriend, to, mm-hmm. to get a couple of drinks. Dangerous he, presumption in a hotel. Yeah. But fair. But he'd seemed, like, fine. He'd had a chat to me for a bit, and mm-hmm. he was a bit eccentric, but he was... 
yeah, fairly otherwise... normal for you know, okay. the quality of people that we get staying at the hotel. He's not the kind of man that you'd expect to be the victim of a multiple assault. Definitely not. If there is such a person. Exactly. So I gave them the spare key and told them where the room was, and they headed round there. And about a minute later, two more police officers turned up, and I directed them to the room. And a minute after that, two more police officers turned up. And I directed them to the room. So there's a total of six officers round at 2.08. I've got a question. Go on. Isn't there some, like, procedure? Like, don't they have to get a warrant for you to give them the key? Not that you have any reason not to. Uh, but, like, if you'd have been like, you're not having it, can they do anything? I don't know. To be fair... I feel like they can't. I was like, I wanted this to be as easy as possible. Mm-hmm. And... And you already just, fucked things up with yeah. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> that was I just like burnt I couldn't preach. be bothered to argue. Like, I was thinking okay. at the time, you know what? You know what is my because what if it what had my been like a big here? heist though, and they were all dressing up as police because they knew that like a great jewel, an eccentric jewel crafter, we'll call him Mr. Monsieur Tiffany, right, was hanging out in room twenty eight or whatever, and so they get Dave to call you to kind of like break your spirits. With his just borderline <laughs> dull banter and demands, and then they come in like the good guys. I feel like you've been played. Uh, maybe it's the case. I don't it think still could so. Be. Okay, <laughs> but well, I'm uh, glad that you've considered it. But yeah, I figured I'd give them the key because I, again, I just don't care. <laughs> like, I've got another question. Go on. Skeleton keys. Right. Are they real? We're going to get to that. Oh, this is exciting. You should have brought... That should have been one of the keywords. I'd have been very on board. Well, that's why I said locks. Okay. Well, you, that's the less interesting part. All right. Oh, skeleton oh, key right. Tell me what, what. Tell me about the police heist you were part of last night, then. <laughs> no, carry on. I'm right, really yeah, on the edge up. of my seat. So, uh, <laughs> about 30 seconds after the last police officers went round to the room, one of them comes back and asks if the locks in this place are faulty in some way because uh, they can't get into the room using the key and Mm -hmm. the guy is on the other side of the door saying that it's locked but the lock's fallen off (laughs) right (laughs) I hate when locks fall off it's such a weak lie it's such a pathetic thing to say so I told the, the policeman that I don't have much trust in the integrity of anything in that hotel Mm -hmm. except the locks like the handles on the doors weigh about a ton each (laughs) you have to like be some sort of bodybuilder to even open the door so you're saying that the whole the lock fell off thing is not holding up i'm saying it was maybe spurious okay but i I got that told him that uh the previous manager of the hotel had informed me that they do have a key that will open the door even if it's locked from the inside Oh, wow. Um, That's cool. In case, you know, someone's, you know... Mad. Yeah, mad in case somebody's hurt, whatever. Criming. So, I told him about this. He went, oh, that'd be great. I went, yeah, I don't know where it is. <laughs> I, like, they don't tell me anything. He <laughs> Good just, news, bad He news. just told me that it exists. He was like, oh, right. It's like a myth. Could you get on the phone to the current manager and see? And I went, yes. But I'd forgotten at the time <laughs> that it was quite awkward ringing the manager at four in the morning because he had just that day been fired. <laughs> <laughs> Is this <laughs> probably going to have his to, replacement? Probably going to have to bleep that out. But yeah, 
Oh yeah, we'll bleep, bleep his name. So uh, it was indeed. Um, and uh, can you tell me why he was fired now that I've bleeped? Literally, his name there's out? no reason. Oh. <laughs> the people who own the hotel. Let me are just, just make a bastard. But uh, yeah, he'd just been fired, but he was having to stick around to train his replacement, which feels like a sort oh, of crime. That's the ultimate insult. <laughs> that's like when you push a dog's face into its own vomit. Yeah, exactly. Which I've never done. I've never no, owned a dog. No, I've but I, what, a, a what we, having never done this, presume it would be like. Yeah. Um, oh, poor man. So I. Or woman. <laughs> <laughs> so I rang him, her. It <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and explained the situation, and he went, "Oh yeah, uh, it's um, it's in the bottom drawer of the safe." I was like, "Oh, thanks." Oh, this is so good. And oh, thanks. How'd you get into the safe? <laughs> he went, "What?" I hope the answer is riddles. Oh it, no! Well, it's one of those it's one of those cartoon safes, you know, with the like twisty lock that you've got it's to a proper listen to safe looking. Yeah, safe. Um, that's so cool. And uh, and he went, "Oh, you're fucking joking, aren't you?" I went, no, well, no, again, nobody tells me anything. There's no training <laughs> process at this hotel. I literally turned up. I did one night with the other night porter. He showed mm-hmm. me where the hoover was and helpfully how to use it. <laughs> and uh, and that was it. Like, that's the extent of my training. So he was like, oh, I'm going to have to come in. At which point <clears throat> we heard screams from the room. <gasps> so the police officer has what run off back to the room. And I've told the manager that he's in luck. That it sounds very much like we've got into the room, so you mm-hmm. don't have to come in. I'll keep you posted. So I'm looking out into the courtyard, and they bring the guy's girlfriend into the courtyard, and there are a couple of police officers talking to her. And one of them comes through and asks if I can phone her a cab to take her home. So I do. Uh, and then another officer comes from the room and asks me, about what I can see, like what sort of surveillance do I have access to at my desk? Mm. So I'm explaining to him, none. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> There's none. There's no easy way to say What this you officer. can see from where you are is, <laughs> is what I have. Um, and he said, because the guy said that he'd been beaten up by three Polish guests who were staying at the hotel. I hope he described them as Polish guests. Yeah, specifically. Well, no, he, he, a lot of decor. He said that they were staying at the hotel. I was like, well, there are no Polish people staying here, unless <laughs> unless, they're, unless they're called like Peter Smith, the Polishman, okay. disguise. Um, and he went right, and then he said he'd seen them drive away, and I knew that this couldn't be the case because the most annoying part of my job is I have to open the fucking car park barrier to any sod who wants to leave, uh, and I Polish hadn't done otherwise. so. So clearly like nobody had left in a vehicle mm-hmm. so the police officer left came back and he said right the bloke reeks of drugs <laughs> <laughs> drugs is so vague i know it context. was uh, all drugs but it seems that he'd hallucinated this attack or that it was <gasps> a figment of some sort of paranoid delusion that he'd been attacked. So we were quite close with beating himself up. Indeed. Sort of fight club style. Wow. Spoilers, Spoilers. but not. <laughs> um, but they'd searched him and there weren't any on him. So they couldn't arrest yeah, him. Uh-huh. Um, and also, for some reason, and this is where it gets a bit sketchy, um, they're not allowed to take your keys off of you, even if you're under the influence. 
Aren't they? Well, this is the thing. Maybe they're not. But I get the feeling that they couldn't be fucked Mm. to deal with it. So they've said, um, we've got him to ring someone. He's rung his dad. His dad's coming down. How old is this guy? He's about 30. Uh, But he seemed seemed younger. Mm -hmm. Um, Very very spirited. Yeah. (laughs) Full of drugs. Beating himself up in a, an alley. <laughs> it's the youth of today. It's nuts. It's like Clockwork Orange. So he said, yeah, his dad's on the way to pick him up. We'll stick around until such a time. Mm-hmm. So all the officers went through uh, the reception. I bade them my goodbyes. They said that the guy was out the front waiting for his dad. About 15 minutes go past. And who should walk in but the man from 208? Is 208 the... The room in question. Okay, okay. And, I uh, assume so. I thought that was just like a moniker. No. <laughs> it's like a John le Carre novel. <laughs> um, <laughs> the man from 208. And he asked if he could have a glass of water. Mm. So I sort of... You want some drugs with that water, <laughs> man from 208? You know, I, I was sceptical, but I, you know... I said, all right, fine. You're so not going to deny a manager. No. So I got him a glass of water. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I came back to hand it to him, one of the police officers had come inside and was... Smashed his head. Was in. talking to him. No. Okay. Uh, they weren't the active sort of police officer. Oh, yeah. Um, and the, the guy was <laughs> chatting all sorts of shit about how, he's, <laughs> about how his dad was, like, the number one guy in Essex. In but, what way? Well, this is just the most well, popular. No, well, well, this is the thing. Seemingly, in that kind of, he can lean on people, he can, you know, make things happen. But he told uh-huh. me earlier that he ran an Indian restaurant, so oh. <laughs> I don't know any such restaurant. Wow, that's a lot of power. Yeah. But he was non like, and some like racketeering. He was like, yeah, so uh, so yeah, he's a good person to call in these sorts of situations because he, you know, he he gets stuff done. And the police officer went, well, what? <laughs> Yeah, what, what are you saying? Yeah, well, what no, are you admitting? No, no, no like it was just like you know, he's just yeah, he can, he knows people, like he's he's got friends, and he's like, he's like, but what needs doing? Nothing's happened. <laughs> he went, yeah, no, no, like I've been attacked, but you haven't. No, <laughs> no, you're mistaken. And it, so he like he turned to me for like backup. He's like, I've been attacked. And I just went, but you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but you're mad. There was, <laughs> there was no attack. You've had a full-on cocktail of hallucinations yeah. and punched yourself in the thorax. So he kept on chatting bollocks about how he was. He did he seem like was his demeanour one of someone who was? Yeah, it fucked? was now more erratic, okay. and he also reeked of weed. Oh right. Um. So about ten minutes after this, maybe the police officer spots a car turn up outside and goes, "Right, that'll mm-hmm. be your dad. Come on, time to go." What sort of car does the uh, number one man in Essex drive? Well, here's the thing. He doesn't. The police officer left and got in the car and all the officers drove off. Mm -hmm. The man from 208 stayed and then it turned out that no one had arrived. (laughs) So the police had just fucked off and left me with this man (laughs) in reception. Who clearly had man. not phoned his dad. Oh, he hadn't at all. Well, no, because I was like... I'm beginning to think his dad doesn't exist. Well, indeed. Because I, I said to him, well, they've said your dad's out there. Do you want to go and check? And he was like, uh, no. 
beat myself up some more. I was like, well, don't you, but he's, he's here. Yeah, no, um, could you ring my mum? Oh my I said, God, well, I like don't fucking family fortune. Well, it's like this is your life. Well, I don't have a number. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'll, I'll give you a number. Obviously. So he gave me a number, and I was, uh, I was dialing, and while mm-hmm. it was ringing, he went, "She doesn't speak English, but just let her know I'm all right." <laughs> <laughs> so what do you want me to do? Sign okay, language, good. bird calls down just, the phone. No, you'd have to do it through song. It would have to just be notes <laughs> that conveyed like a general it's sense like of well-being, a, like close encounters. <laughs> So, thankfully, she didn't answer. Um, so he gave me the number. Was it a mobile number? No, it was a landline. So okay, then he so gave me. Have to, like, leave a message. Then he gave me a mobile number for his brother. Oh my God, this guy's got extensive. Fun. I know. It's just no dad. <laughs> Fact, no anyone. So his brother answered, and I handed the phone over, and he chatted to his brother for a bit. Managed to uh, leave out all of the police being involved a bit. <laughs> but asked him to, to ring him a cab. Yeah. So he went, yeah, he's rung me a cab. Brilliant. So at this point, all I want is for the guy to get out of reception. because And by extension, your life. Yeah. Well, mainly reception, because the whole room was now stinking. Oh, that's a shame. And I happened to know that on Friday mornings all of the managers and owners come in for a meeting. Oh, no. So, whichever way, you know, the coin landed, it was going to be my fault if the place <laughs> if the place reeked. Yeah, I guess so. So, I was having to, like, bargain with him to get him outside. <laughs> uh, he was like, can I have another water? And I was like, yeah, but only if you fuck off. <laughs> have you heard of the lake? Only if you move, like, out of the door. <laughs> so... Th- over the course of about three glasses of water, I managed to get him outside. So there are, there are... I've got an image of you just placing them like slightly <laughs> yeah, further away. It's like a little trap. Yeah. But um, there are two sets of double doors um, mm. leading into the hotel. So there's a sort of small atrium in between. And the, like after the first glass, he was standing half in that, half in reception with his foot <laughs> holding open the door. Like I wouldn't notice. Oh. And I eventually That's got him outside. And I locked the doors. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's an electric lock. So he, he doesn't like Ooh. see that I've locked it. Um, so he just thinks that he stood outside. He thinks that he's no longer got any physical form to open an automatic door. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, they're not That's automatic. Help with the hallucination. They're not automatic. It's not that oh, sort okay. of hotel. Modern. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I went to the loo. And I came back out. And he was had his face pressed up against the oh, inmost no, like glass days door. Later. Yeah. Goodness. And he went, it won't open. And I said, I know, I locked it. Well, that's it. because it's locked, yeah. <laughs> and he went, oh, right. Uh, do you want your glass back? No. <laughs> he went, no, no, it's all right. I can give it back. I went, yeah, it's fine. You can just pop it down on the floor there. I'll get it later. <laughs> He's like, oh, never liked Right. Uh, are you sure? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. So I went and sat back down at the desk. Are you still like, if, are you facing him? Yeah. That's so nice. It's such a nice image. Uh, so I went and sat back down at the desk. And then after about five minutes, he goes, I don't think my brother did call me a cab. Oh. <laughs> oh. He went, 
can you call me one? So I went, yeah, all right, okay, fine. Ordered him a cab. Five minutes later, the cab turns up. <laughs> he gets in it, and he leaves. So, I stood up, and I went into the back office, got out this bottle of uh, deodorizer, started mm. spraying it like no one's business around the <laughs> <Just> place. <clears throat> gas clouds. Went into the atrium, sprayed it in there, turned around, went to come back inside. The fucking door was locked. <laughs> oh, no. So I have locked myself out of the hotel. Is there literally no other way in? There's no other way in. It's a fortress. And I'm the only person on duty. Oh. So I like... It feels like there should be a system so, to prevent that. <laughs> yeah, well, the system is don't go outside when you've got the door lock on. <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's a good system. <laughs> One that I had issued. Mm. So I like did a kind of circumnavigation of the premises. Like casing the joint. Yeah. Uh, all of the weak spots were <laughs> uncharacteristically strong. Mm -hmm. uh, apart from, I managed to find a side door that was like partly open, like it was unlocked, but it was closed. And I had to, like, use a card. It was like a shit spy film to, like, break into the hotel, <laughs> like, get the latch. Wow. To anyone watching, I was just a criminal. <laughs> yeah. Dave's going to have you done. Yeah. He's going to make me ring all sorts of people. <laughs> For 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> so I got back inside. I got into reception. And the phone was ringing. So I answered it. And it was the cab company. Have you got any uh, details on the uh, the bloke that we just picked up? <laughs> well, here's a detail. He's a fucking madman. <laughs> here's a detail. Here's he a detail. beat himself up and phoned the police. <laughs> here's a detail. You're having a joke if you think he's going to pay for this cab. Well, well, that was part of the reason for the call. I yeah, asked why Christ. they wanted the details, and it was because he'd vomited in the car and then run away. <laughs> Such a combo. <laughs> never one, never one without the other. No, no, just a never in the other order. A one-two that you just can't recover from. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, so I said, "Oh, I'm very sorry." I gave them some of his. <laughs> Why do you have to apologize? Well, because you know it's, oh, it's I'm bad. Sorry. It's, it's like he's your wayward grandson. Well, no, but it's bad form to sort of like palm yeah. off people who are like that onto the cab companies. But he'd been in like. I'd been dealing with the situation for about two hours at this point. I'd had yeah, enough. The police had fucked off. They were having none of it. Yeah, they didn't seem to be very interested no, at all. Not at all. Um, <clears throat> I think it's because they all turned up with their visions of being a hero, like saving someone from some knife-wielding maniacs. Uh, it turned out it was uh, one bloke <laughs> who... Having to be saved from himself. Yeah, exactly. Uh, or also his girlfriend, who apparently punched him on the nose once. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah, because she was fucking wow. fed up of him. That's fair. But, uh, yeah, so I, I apologised, gave them some of his details, said if they needed anything more, they'd have to ring up later, um, and hung up. So mm -hmm. I uh, turned off the door lock, and then I opened all of the doors to try and let a breeze through, at which point the phone rang again, and it was the man's brother, 
oh. wanting to know if I knew where he was. <laughs> I said, I don't, but I know a cab You've company. You've become like his secretary. Yeah. <laughs> Just his PA. You're getting like paid You've got like it. a file of facts full of all of his appointments <laughs> that he's not going to turn up to. Or the different places he's going to punch yeah. himself in. <laughs> then you've got a three o'clock at the Dorchester, yeah. so just deck yourself in the knee or something. And then, yeah, if you can just uh, make sure that you uh, give yourself a little paper cut at... Uh, <laughs> and of course the, the uh, cab the run and vom is <laughs> scheduled for 10.30 so. so I said I don't know where he is but I've got a cab company on the other line who probably have some idea as to where he was last uh, so explained <laughs> what had happened and uh, gave him the cab company's details and then a uh, the penultimate event of the night was about 10 mm. minutes after this <laughs> a cab turned up Oh no! The one that his brother had ordered for him about oh, an so hour he had before. Ordered one. <laughs> so that's like the, that's like the kind of um, comedy tragic reveal at the yeah, end. Yeah, exactly. Like, but he did send the letter. Yeah. So the brother did come through for me in a big way, I, and I was there just doubting him. I don't. As think, I imagine all the listeners would have done. I don't think the cab driver saw it that way because no. <laughs> like my face must have given away that <laughs> something was up because mm-hmm. I got there and he wound the window down. And uh, I asked, him, I asked who he was for, and he said the name, and it was the name of the guy in two hundred eight. And I, <laughs> I think I just did a really sort of tragic dropping of my head. I'm, like, oh, I'm afraid he's uh, he's not here. He's no gone already. And the guy just didn't say Here's a word. His glass. He just drove off. Oh no! Really? <laughs> he was wow. so annoyed. So he drove off. Short fuse a cab driver. He was not pleased. Although, to be fair, I don't know who he expected to be picking up an hour after they'd been ordered. That's true. But uh, out together. At the moment, I um I don't have a car, so I've been walking home from work. I'm very sorry. It's about an hour, an hour and a bit (laughs) walk. It's genuinely horrid. It's like being a a third world citizen. (laughs) But it's not. But (laughs) I like to play it up a bit. But um. (laughs) I couldn't be bothered to walk back, so uh, I called myself a cab, and uh, I told the cab driver this story on the way home, and he said, oh yeah, he was on the radio, that cab driver, what? the one who turned up last, <laughs> he went, he was on the oh, on the, the, yeah, the, the radio between radio. them, Not he like was like, BBC Three. he went, yeah, oh, he was fucked off about that, <laughs> I went, <laughs> I went, well, you can tell him from me that I've saved him an absolute heap of bother yeah because uh, of cleaning because he would uh, he would have been cleaning up vomit for no money <laughs> at 5am <laughs> that's the absolute in some worst. distant province of Essex oh no so we don't know there's no closure then no it's one of those open ended stories like could... if you are that man and you are listening <laughs> yeah. take an evening off from the flagellations sir and call in it's a shame they're not doing crime watch anymore <laughs> it's like and then does crime watch not exist anymore? No. Send a little sketch of him in. Why does that? Why do they stop it? No more crime. I think they realised no that they'd helped to solve about no crimes in about forty Didn't years. A lot of research come out that said it like made it actually a lot worse because they were like <laughs> grandstanding Cause, criminals. Cause people people like, wanted look at this people, cool guy. People wanted he their own little shitty reenactment in slow mo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they want to get someone who's like just new on casting call pro <laughs> to say a few threatening lines in generic Cockney. And then pretend to stab There's them with kind their of like training mid-noughties close-ups of a Nokia for any time anyone's <laughs> sending any text or something. Yeah. 
but uh, but yeah, that's all. But the thing is, is that not only will the hotel probably have to charge him like a sort of smoking charge for the room, um, mm. but also he like his car is still there, so he has to come <laughs> back at some point to get it. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, it's such a stupid thing to do, isn't it? Smashing up a or not even. Did he do any damage to the room? Oh no, I didn't tell you about this, did I? I went round to the room because he mm. he checked out, and I did make him pay for like the room and for his drinks and things. But he didn't have the key. Um, ah. and I was a bit suspicious of this, so I I made him like turn out all of his pockets. <laughs> didn't he just not need the key because I had the lock fell off? So <laughs> yeah, you could just come and go as freely yeah. as you like. It's like a cat flap. So. Uh, I went round to the room after he'd left, and it wasn't really in a state, but it mm. it was very odd. There was a full bath, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> still warm. That's creepy. That is like The Shining. Yeah. And then this old woman emerged <laughs> with more wrinkles. And than I was not. I was about to kiss her, but then she turned into a hag. Oh, I hate it when that happens. Mm. But no. So there was there was a full Alcohol. bath. And the cupboard was slightly open, which is always like suspicious. Uh-oh. But there was a body. There was no dwarf in there. Imagine if there'd been three Polish people inside, dead. <laughs> Knuckle he'd, dusters. He'd actually like fought them, and it was like a wanted gang that had been chasing this man. Just it was actually very reasonable. Three corpses that kind of roll out, just pick up a little wallet from it. Oh wow, <laughs> Vladimir Kostovich. <laughs> wow. But uh, yeah, so there was a full bath. The bed was untouched. Did you dip your finger in the bath? I did, yeah. I thought you might have done. Why did you? I wanted to see if it was still warm. <laughs> what was the temperature? Yeah, yeah it was really was warm. Like it was like newly run. So he must have either run. that or they'd filled it, it at two a.m. with the kettle. <laughs> like, oh no. Um, but the only other thing was on the desk was. <laughs> I think His I novel. think you're going to love this. Mm-hmm. Um, was a satchel. Already that had kind of s- spilled over the desk, mm-hmm. and it was filled entirely and to the brim with miniature sachets of tea and coffee. What fr- they'd stolen from the room? Well, this no, is the thing. How, why would there be that many? This is the thing. They were all of like different brands. Like he'd been collecting them for years, <laughs> and just taking them with him just in case. Yeah. Oh dear, this man's severely <laughs> it like, unwell. It was so mad because... He's an absolute tea what's thief. The, what's the motivation behind that? The Tetley scoundrel. <laughs> well, are they all like um, instant? Yeah. Are they like specifically not... So they're not like from a multi-pack? No, they were like those it's kind of like individual. instant stuff. Some of those little, you know, those abysmal uh, little... Uh, instant coffees. Milks. Oh, those... Oh, like milk, like milk cups. cups, yeah. Um, do you think he fucks all these things? <laughs> well, just just like or no, he just likes tightly to, packs them in. He the just likes or... to fuck on top of them. <laughs> he hasn't got much uh, has, on top of a little milk. He hasn't carton. got any money <laughs> to fuck on top of, so he just <laughs> spreads out little sachets. His dad's of, a top man in Essex. Just a couple, for, just a couple of lemsip or something. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he's doing a line of lemsip off a prostitute's back. Yeah, but I was like, what I, an image! I've spent all day kind of thinking about it and I just I don't know what his MO is what's the no he doesn't come out as a rational because apparently apparently he um, like he's a regular (laughs) 
at the hotel. He's a, oh, like, he what, stayed, like a business client. He stayed there like loads of times. That's weird. And, and that, he's not done anything before. You don't have like notes on his file. <laughs> yeah, liable often, to punch self, <laughs> self, self stabbing. May bring a lot of tea. Watch out. May don't ask him if he needs more coffee. In the room. <laughs> May call the authorities on himself. Comes with his own milk. Won't go outside. <laughs> Lock liable to fall off. It's just like there was nothing on there. Like this is the first time anything like this has happened with him. But like what? That's quite a major. Like it's not like a. As a first infraction, as a hotel guest, yes, it's gone. It's quite. It's not like covering up the smoke machine so you can no. have a fag in the room. It's or just like being a bit loud. It's a full-on self-attack, <laughs> and <laughs> and you know, theft of caffeine. Oh dear! What's what but, yeah? Like what connects those dots? Warm, well, seemingly unused bath with a I've with a bottle with a bottle of their own shampoo. Oh, okay, that puts a spanner in my theory. Right, go on, what was your theory? I was going to suggest that he was going to... Make a big make bath, a bath full, full of tea. tea. <laughs> and then, fuck it, or something. <laughs> What's your obsession with him fucking this He's tea? clearly a pervert, isn't he? He's a tea-fucking creep. He likes the way the bags feel. Imagine if that... Porous. Imagine if that was it. They wanted to, to make a big bath full of tea. Sorry, officer, <laughs> I was just trying to make a big bath of... Twining <laughs> to take his, away the stress. His girlfriend like comes down to the bar for a drink, goes back, and he's like, like really <laughs> guiltily just dumping. No, she catches him like just getting out. Like he's only got like one shin still in, really guilty, <laughs> like a rabbit in the headlights. Uh, it's not how it looks. <laughs> it, John, why do you have an erection? <laughs> it looks like you've filled a bath with tea. It looks like you've got that monkey from the Johnny Vegas adverts and he's been abused, <laughs> quite frankly. He's seen With things that even Johnny did not show him. The stitching is <laughs> in tatters. This oh, poor no. monkey. He's just dyed brown from like all the different times he's been dunked into this <laughs> bath of tea. Sometimes it's tea, sometimes it's coffee, any sort of caffeinated oh, warm beverage, really. Horrible idiot, man. Yeah. I well, you've got his details. Can we get in touch with <laughs> him? Get him on the show. Yeah, I'd love to. Like, we, I would love some follow up. Did he give you the impression of someone who would be otherwise normal outside of this blip? Yeah. Well, he'd <laughs> then, I, like I said, I'd spoken to him like an hour before. We've made no effort to get John Darkins on, so I feel like we owe that's it to him. That's not true. Our... We looked him up. Oh, that's true. We've yeah. seen, we, I think we, we found his address. We've half confirmed that's that he creepy. exists. Mm, so we may has existed. We may be able to get. Old John, old we'll send him a old racist, sexist, <laughs> old racist John. John. That's going to be a controversial episode. <laughs> where John launches his political party. Yeah. Um, you skip, of course. So we could potentially, like, let's not go straight onto a phone call. But he must have to leave his email address, like card details. We could just fraudulently buy some stuff and <laughs> send it to us and then he'll have to get and then touch. he'll have to come on the show yeah. you have to come I and explain yourself or we won't give you the money back <laughs> <laughs> it's a good premise it's what's been lacking from a lot of talk radio yeah I, well as excuses go for not answering a message for a couple of hours it's a good yeah, one yeah thanks I'll give you that <laughs> well, imagine yeah. if I've made it all up just <laughs> because I was embarrassed about not having just because you wanted to watch better course yeah. or <laughs> That's a fair excuse, and I'd, I'd have accepted Mr. Isaac that. prick won't leave me alone. God, I've already said I'll do a podcast <laughs> with the cunt. Isn't that enough? What more does he want from me? Oh, dear. 
Well, that was a good story. I rate it four out of five. That's pretty good. Five is if we can get a follow-up from... Can you tell us his first name? Is that allowed? No, I won't. I won't be okay. doing that. Can you give us his first initial? <laughs> I just want to say that it you can feel guess like you want to. N. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got a good guess. Go on then. Nicholas. Oh. Don't go saying I'm wrong. It's, it's obviously a variant of that. It's incorrect. Nigel. It couldn't be further. Norton. <laughs> Why do you think, think that's that the Norton anti-virus. is like <laughs> furthest, the furthest you could possibly get from Nicholas was Norton? It is not a name. <laughs> so that helps. Edward Norton, I suppose. Well, keep but guessing. That wasn't when you Norman. get it, which you won't. Norbit. I'll let you know. Norbit. No, I didn't mean Nor- keep going on air. Don't, okay. don't subject everyone else to this. I'm going to make a Google Doc. <laughs> and if you have any uh, ideas, listeners, as to what his name might be, tweet us at That's a Shamecast. That Twitter again, Declan. At That's a Shamecast. It's a hell of a Twitter, isn't it? It is. Cumbersome. We tweeted Thought Park today. <laughs> oh, yeah. Didn't answer, did they? No. Stupid bastards. Don't go there, shit. <laughs> we were hoping <laughs> we were hoping to kind of trick them into retweeting the episode yeah. that we did about them, but then but Declan quite rightly pointed out that we're called like, that's a shame. Yeah, and I so said, not only is the episode broadly <laughs> a, a harsh review of the Shark Hotel and shipping container display, but we are also called that's a shame. So. Listener, it is my solemn duty to inform you that something bad happened during this episode. It was at this point, you can hear me trailing off there towards the end, it was at this point that, and I don't want to name names or point the finger, someone's internet died. The jury's out as to whose. Ever the professionals, Declan and I, we scrambled, we tried, each now cut off from the other to end the episode, to wrap it up as best we could. We tried. And what more could we do? So here you've got both endings merged together. It's art. Enjoy it. Tweet us your favourite at That's a Shamecast. Thanks for listening. Well, this is awkward on my end. Isaac's left. Oh no, Declan, have you gone? Have you gone? Warning, says Cast. Cast hasn't seen Isaac BD in over ten seconds. Well, I don't know if it carries on recording while uh, the internet's down, but it looks like one of our internets has gone out. But that's live radio, you know. Podcasting is a marvellous challenge for all concerned. So I'm going to wrap it up without Declan. Cast is like a really clingy girlfriend you can follow us at that's a shame cast as we just said if you'd like to hear more of stories like that Declan's got lots weird stuff like that follows him around like an absolute uh, stalker I guess is a bit obvious um, well I would say that we're going to end the show here you can follow me at IsaacBD Declan at Cynical Declan the show again at that's a shame cast but I don't actually have the capacity to stop the recording.
necessities, simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I mean the bare necessities, oh Mother Nature's recipes that bring the bare necessities of life. Some honey just for me The bare necessities of life Will come to you Come to you. 